the name is Sparks. Man, I thought you knew serving up the best show for you to listen to. Repping Cleveland, oh witch, because we take the cake like the day's a birthday. You got to celebrate. 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 Let's kick this motherfucker off. Hey, what's up? Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. It's great to have you. It really means a lot. I appreciate it. First time here, huh? Maybe? I hope so. That means that means the rules of this place is working, right? If you're not first time here, it's like the opposite of Fight Club. Please tell everyone about this. <laughs> ah, I love Fight Club. It's one of my favorite films ever. What's going on? I'm Sparks. Three news stories. This whole show basically boils down to comedy news rants. If you can think of a better way to sum this whole thing up, please hit me up. Let me know what you're talking about. Especially on Instagram at Sparks Radio. I'll tell you how to get a free Sparks Radio sticker at the end of the show. But we have no time, as always, to lollygag. We got to get right to it because the world is a changing. The bold and the blunderful is what I titled the first story. This is crazy. Look, we all know 2020 seems to be a virus season. And this has impacted pretty much every single person on Earth. That's not news to you. Everyone on Earth except mannequins. Yeah, mannequins are people too, according to the soap opera, The Bold and the Beautiful, because they are making their actors kiss mannequins instead of other actors because of COVID. And I would never have caught this, but someone online has seen it. They put a wig on a mannequin to make it look like it was the actress's hair, and then they shot it from behind, and they had this actor go up and then kiss the mannequin. You got to see the video. I put it up on Instagram, at Sparks Radio. You can see it for yourself. And uh, the actor who actually shot the scene admitted he did make out with his new dead-eyed, lifeless co-star. And then he kissed the mannequin. Could you watch an actor kiss a mannequin and then still be invested in the storyline? I, I mannequin. It's just so weird, dude. It's awkward. It's strange. It's like this stiff, wooden, lifeless acting. There was no emotion. I felt like I was watching a Michael Bay film. I do, however, have to give credit to the crew and to the actor. His name is Lawrence St. Victor because they really did try to sell it. There was actually one part where he slid his hand down the back of the mannequin and they like got a close-up of it. <laughs> it was just... It was weird because he did like centrally. Of course, he's like making out with it. He did like centrally down the mannequin's back. It just took the romance right out of it completely. And I know that feeling all too well because I know what I look like naked. Plus, I thought they've been doing this for years. Like the Star Wars prequels. Everyone was just ripping on Hayden Christensen for being a terrible actor. I was like, give him a break. He's mannequin Skywalker. He was a child actor, too. It's not easy being a child actor. And I think that might be a real silver lining to this whole thing. You don't need child actors anymore because every child mannequin, automatically an adult. I know it because they were born in Forever 21. Who knows? Maybe they'll grow from an actor into a director. You'll see the credits directed by Michael Mann again. The thing I don't think anyone's thinking about right now. Sure, it starts with a kiss, but it's a soap opera. 
which means as this pandemic continues to linger, that relationship is going to have to get steamy. And my only question is, are we going to have mannequin sex on daytime television? I mean, honestly, is the category for daytime Emmy going to be the most convincing scene with the sex doll? Because that would be the best thing that's happened all year long. They knock on his trailer. Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence St. Victor, we're ready for you on set. What are you doing in there? Uh, just rehearsing with my co-star. Story number two, Miami cop chase. The cops down in Miami were in a high-speed chase. Now, normally, I don't consider these things news. Is it entertainment? Absolutely. Not really news, though. But this one was a bit different. The man who led police on that high-speed chase in the water remains a mystery. We still don't know why police were after him and who he is. Take a look again at this video of a jet skier leading the FWC on a chase Monday night in the waters off Aletta Park in Sunny Isle Beach. The woman who took the video says she heard a ton of sirens and went out to the balcony when she saw the jet ski going in circles and police boats chasing it between other boats. The video taken just before 8 o'clock shows the jet skier heading north. Eventually, the man being chased was pulled over near the Hollover sandbar. He then fled on foot and was arrested at a Boston Market in Hollandale Beach. Ah, yes, Boston Market. I don't know. That was my Boston accent. I know it was awful. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I guess it was my Boston accent. I really kind of quit in the middle of it. The man went from playing chicken to craving it. This guy was on a high-speed chase on a jet ski. That is one of the more insane ways to run from the cops. The others on the list are snowshoes. That's if you're running from the Mounties. Clogs. A lot of thieves and bandits there in Sweden know that one. A hover around and get you the Grand Canyon, but he can't flee the 5.0. And then, of course, a 93 Ford Bronco. Not built for the high speed, more of a low speed pursuit car. But by and far, the jet ski is the worst one on that list. What was this guy thinking? It's the ocean. Dude, it's an endless horizon. This guy think he's going to be able to get away when the cops can physically see him for the next three days. Uh, we lost sight of the subject around 8.43 p.m. due to the curvature of the earth. I just hope that the cops call this a code wave runner because that would be the most missed opportunity of 2020. And I guess the reason he started fleeing is because he had a manatee zone infraction, which is not something you really want to go to prison over. What are you in here for? I murdered a family of seven. What are you in here for? Uh, sea cows. Every police press conference from here on out that involves a water chase should just be loaded with puns. It's an insane concept. It should have an insane press conference. The suspect waived his rights. And I just want to float this out there. When we see life at risk, we don't mess a boat. I want to reassure the public that this won't happen again. Story number three. I'm talking about Jeep hotels. and I'll do it right after the break. Hold on. Story number three, the Jeep Hotel. Jeep, yes, the car company, is doing a marketing gimmick that's getting some attention. 
They're calling it the Renegade Hotel, man. It's not a hotel, and it's not even a Jeep Renegade. It's a tent strapped 230 feet up on one of the poles on the roof of the O2 Arena in London. Jeep wants to let a couple people sleep there for a night absolutely for free. Would you do this? Do you hang on a tent 230 feet up on a pole? Because I wouldn't. The first two problems I see with this are going number one and number two. It's a tent suspended in the air. There's no bathroom. The roof of the arena is white. If you got to squeeze out a toozy in the middle of the night, everyone's going to see it in the morning. Call it the Opoo Arena. Plus, staying at a tent is the worst thing in the world. Tents are for survival. They're not for a great night out. You know who thinks camping is fun? People who own homes. Personally, I love walls and roofs. A couple of my favorite things in the world. And, specifically, not having to zip up my front door. By the way, what does this have to do with selling Jeeps anyways? Do all Jeep owners love sleeping in tents on poles? Because it doesn't sound like a good time. It sounds like a summer camp for strippers. And I guess, upon researching this article, I found out that women actually do like a Jeep. And I did not know this. Because according to lesbianbusinesscommunity.com, I have it bookmarked, they rank the Jeep at number two for lesbians' favorite cars. This is real. This is a true story. That means that Jeep is trying to nail their target demographic with this promotion. British homeless lesbians who love heights and hate beds. I should work in marketing. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Look, dude, I've got a YouTube channel. So if you want to do more than just listen to this thing and you want to watch it, I put it up every single day just like the podcast. You can catch it over there, youtube.com slash Sparks Radio. You can always find the link right there in the description of the show notes on the podcast as well. So if you want, follow that description. You can. You can also click the link over there I got there. For my Instagram, at Sparks Radio, if you want to follow me and then DM your address, I will mail you a Sparks Radio sticker. So congratulations to everyone who got a Sparks Radio sticker. Travis in Las Vegas, you're getting a sticker, bro. Check your mail. Jonathan in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Parker in Alberta, Canada. Tyler in Prince George, British Columbia, Canada. Hope in Benson, Arizona. Yuki in Oakland, California. Alicia in Morgantown, West Virginia. Curtis, I'm sorry. Chris, boy, I botched that one. San Antonio, Texas. Bobby in Rochester, Washington. We've got, uh, boy, what was what was her name? Jules. Yes, in Tucson, Arizona. Andrea in Pella, Iowa. Jimbo in Henderson. And Omero in Marlborough, Massachusetts. That's a mouthful. There you go. That's it. Those are the stickers in the next batch. And look, don't worry. I've got the stickers set aside. So the people who've already requested stickers, you should be getting yours soon. All right? Hit it up. Instagram, at Sparks Radio. Follow me and then DM me your address. If you want to help out the show even more, subscribe, dude. Hit that subscribe button. You're not going to miss an episode. I put one up every single day. And then, of course, I'm also on YouTube. So subscribe there. And just tell a friend, man. You know, if you really like the podcast, tell a friend about it. And then send them your way to this link. I really do appreciate it. That's it for the show. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.